Hey, Rachel, do you know that good financial habits can save you a ton of money in your relationship? What? Really? Yes, no joke. If you really want to know more about this, stay tuned and we will discuss this topic in today's episode. everyone, welcome back to Smart Women Finance, a podcast specially designed for women to help you improve, uh, empower yourself actually through financial awareness. Today with me is Pauline Teo, she's a licensed financial planner, and me myself, Rocking Rachel. We are the go-to girls for Smart Women Finance, and this episode that we are doing, I mean, sorry, this whole podcast that we are doing is actually meant to help um, women from all walks of life, whether you are uh, focusing on career building right now, or you are building a family, you're a mom, or even if you've just gotten married, um, our episodes, we, we hope they help you to uh, address your daily financial concerns and help you make smarter decisions in terms of your finances so that you have a more happier and well-balanced life. So in today's episode, we'll be discussing what are actually good habits to have in a relationship, good financial habits to be precise. We would like to inform you that whatever discussed in this topic and in this podcast is completely general advice or based on our own personal experience and opinions. If you are facing any financial issues, we do recommend that you seek consultation with a licensed financial planner. Thank you. So I think first and foremost, I would say if you're a single and watching this episode, it's perfect for you. Okay, why is that? Because even before you venture into a relationship, you can start practicing all these great financial habits so that you can get ahead of couples because they've got to work out together in order to get this done, right? You don't need to do that. <laughs> so you can immediately get started. How's, how's that? That's cool, yeah, right? That's true. <laughs> okay, so I think the first question that we have is what's really causing all this, um, uh, you know, like how do we save a ton of money uh, through just having good financial habits? So what is the problem here is we've noticed a lot of people out there, the habits um, that we have when we are managing our finances is all over the place. Correct. Okay, so when it's all over the place, you know, we kind of like spontaneously go with the flow when there's more money in the pocket, we spend more. And if it's like, you know, we're financially tight on a budget, then we kind of like go on a shoestring budget whereby, yeah, I think I'll skip breakfast because I don't have enough for lunch kind of a budget. So mm -hmm. it's actually very dangerous for many people. So I would say the best way that we can actually manage money a little bit better, it's by consistently having positively and good habits, okay? So we're going to give you, I think, um, five should, should we give them five today? Uh, things yes. that they can actually do, simple things that you know you can just adopt on a daily basis in order for you to have better spending habits. And that would also mean more money to do other things that you want in life and goals that you want to achieve. How does that sound? Sounds amazing. But That's before right. we go into these habits, yeah. I just want to, to, to make a general statement. Like um, financial habits, right? like any habit it just requires a bit of effort right and discipline and discipline yeah so it's like it's not going to come to you like oh i'm just sitting down here 
and my finances are supposed to just be automatically organized or I'm just supposed to find a easy, quick fix to get more savings into my bank account. It doesn't work that way. There's always sacrifices to be made exactly. and uh, efforts to uh, be put in. All right. But they're not rocket science. It's not that hard in order to have good financial habits. It just needs you to be more aware, okay, when you're starting off on, on having these financial habits in place. Okay, so once you get a hang of it, it's like, you know, do you actually forget to take a bath or, or brush your teeth in the morning? You don't, right? It's, it's a natural habit. It's a right. clockwork. This is exactly what we want for you to actually have that kind of empowerment in your own finances. Once habits are in place, it will just take, you know, its natural course. Okay, so let's just start with um, tip number one. Okay, so a lot of uh, friends and clients of mine tells me that, hey, you know, these days, be it single, living alone, or, you know, you're having a family. I think the biggest challenge that anyone has is, hey, what to eat, Rachel? Do you have the same problem? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> what is your quick fix anyway in order to solve this? Oh my gosh, there's no one quick fix, but usually I'm just like, okay, uh, let's just find something that's nearby or something like that. You know, that's, that's me. Like, because unless I don't really order things from GrabFood because uh, thankfully the place I work in, there are many outlets, food outlets downstairs. Right. Yeah. right. So I just go down and I get the nearest thing. Unless, you know, I'm feeling like eating something that's really nice. And if it's too far to get to, then I'll probably use grab food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the very usual things that we do, it's um, lunch is depending on, if, if you're working in the office, it's usually depending on the other colleagues. You better go for lunch today. And then, you know, you kind of like go together, together, right? In order to have your lunch. If not, if you're really lazy or, you know, you're working from home or office and you're pressed for time, it's, it's either you order in right, a pizza or, you know, whatever grab food can offer you and you just order food in, right? And you know, you actually, you actually spend a lot more when you order or even eat out. Yeah. Because these days, uh, you know, even a simple plate of, of rice or even noodles these days, a bowl of noodles is not even, um, I mean, within 10 bucks, you can't even get change yeah. anymore, right? So it's, it's going to be very expensive for you. And if you're ordering grab food in, it's even more expensive because you have to pay for delivery charges. So and also, the food prices on grab is more higher. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, precisely. So I think there are tips you can actually do. And one of it is, you know, you could actually prepare creative meals from home and bring it to work to microwave. You know, um, you, you can actually do a lot of uh, fun stuff, okay, in terms of creative food. Um, at home, during the, the last uh, two years of the pandemic, I've actually tried a lot of those one pot meals, you know, you put everything to a rice cooker or, you know, your slow cooker and, you know, within like an hour or a half, you know, the food's just ready. And whoever that's hungry, just go help yourself. You know, it's basically no fuss. Kids or no kids, okay, it's really no fuss. So, and these meals, right, um, I've even worked it out a few times, like, you know, together with me and my husband. A simple cooked meal like this at home doesn't even cost you more than 10 bucks for two person. Mm. You know, so these are really great saving tips, okay, for you guys. 
Um, so yeah. this is something you want to try, you know, because um, if it's very simple for you to just whip it up and cook, uh, be it salad and, you know, having some chonin noodles and stuff, it doesn't take you a very long time to prepare. Um, I think the longest I've actually spent in the kitchen is maybe like less than half an hour. Quick fix, healthy meal in, you know, like 10, 15 minutes. You can actually really do it. Okay, so something to consider, you know, when you're talking about those, uh, those uh, healthy, creative cooked meals, okay, that you can proudly bring them to office and have a healthy meal with great savings to your pocket. Yeah, so like sometimes like speaking of meal meal preps, right? So you can even like assess when you do your own budgeting, right? Just just study how much do you actually spend, you know, you know right. a whole month. So if you find that the spending on food, right, is like really high, okay? Yeah. Why don't you compare it with doing your own grocery shopping and maybe even hiring a maid if you don't have time to cook, right? Would the costing actually be lower? Yeah. Yes. You can find alternatives like if you really don't have time, right? Precisely. But yeah, the best thing to do would maybe be to limit if let's say you are very used to after work eating out with your family, you gotta find ways to keep it at home. Number one is healthier, and number two is also a great huge savings for your family. Precisely, precisely. And I think talking about that. Very important things that you need to do is to make sure that you review your budgeting or your finances every single month. I know many people out there don't actually monitor like what's actually being spent on a daily basis, a monthly basis, but this is where it's actually a good habit for you to know from the salary that you're getting or the income that you're earning, right? How much actually goes to certain expenses, You'd be yeah. surprised how much you spend for certain some things. And there's actually always potential for you to cut it down so that you can have more savings. So do not do, um, you know, reviews of your budget like once a year or never. It doesn't really help your finances. So that's the very important thing. So um, try to do it together. Try to do your budgeting. If you're, uh, have, you have a family, do it together with your spouse. And, uh, you know, because there are household expenses that both of y'all share. So yes. it's good to actually do and do a goal planning for the next month. You know, like, okay, what are we going to do? So this is where budgeting comes in. Okay, maybe yes. for um, entertainment, this is how much we're going to do this month. Or if you're having a trip that month, you know that there are certain expenses going to be slightly higher. So mm -hmm. you can already prep yourself. Okay, maybe in this situation, how can I still maintain the savings ratio, but find ways to cut in other areas? So, Precisely. yeah, never, as much as you can, never, never cut back on your savings ratio, right? Yes. Because although that may seem so tempting, the easiest to cut off, <laughs> it is going to impact you in the future. Right? That's right. So the best is actually to play around whatever, you know, um, floating expenses that you have. That's, you know, usually the easiest for you to review what to cut. All right. Yeah. And I would say the third most important thing that you could actually potentially do is Every time that you have big goals with the family, for singles, it's, it's potentially maybe talking about, you know, your next holiday plans, you know, you want to go somewhere really nice, or, you know, you've got someone special that you want to celebrate, you know, like, um, you know, some kind of uh, anniversaries, or even to think about starting your own retirement fund. For families, maybe it's like, you know, um, your education funding for your kids, uh, thinking about your retirement, uh, you know, emergency funding for the family. All these things should be reviewed, okay, um, on a yearly basis. 
how are you progressing, what are things that you should be considering, you know, when you're putting the budget together, this would actually greatly help you to manage the budget as well and to have sufficient savings for all the important milestones in your life. So I would yeah. say these would be things that you really, really want to make sure that um, you have it right in place from the very start, right? And also in terms of your insurance planning as well, do review it at least once a year or when there is a significant change in your life. Like That's for example, right. in a family, maybe you uh, now have uh, an extra member, like a new child coming in. That's a good time to review your insurance planning. And uh, if you have, even if you were to you know, now take care of your parents, right? That is also another stage for you to plan. So, yes. but if there's no changes, you can always review it on a yearly basis, like year on year, and yes. always ensure that both spouses know where the insurance policies are kept. So like some things, like nowadays insurance policies comes in soft copy. So you can actually start, uh, open a Google Drive, keep uh, all your insurance policies together because you, as you should know uh, there have been a client of mine where the moment the disease is uh, passed away, right? They find it very hard to uh, locate their policy. They don't actually know, you know, how which what policies do they have, which company do they have it with. So sometimes they don't know. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah, so it's like a, a real big loss uh, to the family if your insurance policy is not known. So it's apart from all. I mean. Comparing, like looking at all your financial situations, right? Your insurance policies should be known to your next of kin, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the other tip I would say, adding on to that, is never keep your policies right in, you know, the bank safe deposit box or something like that. It, it's not yeah. going to do you any good to have it, you know, in a lock and key. So it should be somewhere, you know, like within the library cupboards, you know, your policies are nicely kept in one pile for the entire family. That would be the most ideal or like what what um uh rachel just shared right having a google drive where all the family's policies are easily available just in case of any emergencies you can always go back to those folders online in the cloud just to check them okay Correct. yeah, yeah. So, so it's really that, precisely okay so the next um point that we would like to also bring it's debts Try and avoid unnecessary debts, okay? Because I've also noticed that a lot of people would accumulate debts over a period of time, but not have proper planning for them. Like, uh, you know, things like buying a car or, or having, you know, in investment properties. You want to make sure that all these are properly planned, okay? So that, you know, you don't have surprises, you know, yeah. in place, uh, you know, to, to kind of like hold you back and hold you down, okay, during those times. So you want to try to make sure that you plan all these very, very well so that you're not stressed or, you know, worried about, you know, having to service those steps. Right. And also like uh, for the young people, we like to get into a lot of installments because we have the instant habit. You want something yeah. instant. So we tend to, you know, fall for all these instant in, uh, installment packages. Like recently I even saw gold bracelets so you can now buy installment so i mean these are actually a lot of us actually get trapped into this thinking that hey you know it's easy for me to own something now but it does affect your um your reports your financial reports especially later on when you want to take on other yes. financial commitments mm. it actually does affect so right. instead of getting yourself into too many uh installment packages 
pick which ones are really necessary if you really need to, or if you can, the best would be not to get into any at all. Yeah, right. And I think the other thing, other than those uh, personal loans and uh, installment plans, right, your credit cards. Yeah. Right? Those are the other uh, devil friends that you have in your wallet sometimes, you know, that allows you to go crazy spending, especially during times whereby we have every month sales. It's no longer end year sales or mid year sales. You know, it's like every other month is actually a good month to shop only pays for women like us to be financially wise on what we need and what is nice to have so that we don't actually go about overspending. Right. Okay, so be very mindful as well, you know, even though you may not have any um, application of loans, but credit card is the other thing that's very easy for you to fall into that trap and hell, it's very hard to get out. Okay. <laughs> yes. And the final habit that we have for you all is to actually have healthy activities. Mm. And these activities don't have to cost you money. You don't actually have to sign up for a gym membership. You can actually go to a park. There are so many parks. If you use them properly, maybe the government would, you know, open more parks for us to go to. So, yeah. yeah. So, we there are many parks around your area, I'm sure. So, um, pick a day, maybe in the in, during the weekends to, you know, go for some uh, walks together with your friends or even to play badminton or something that is yeah. not too costly, but gives you that um, that, that healthy benefits. So yeah. it's a weird thing, right? We are talking about financial habits, something we are telling them about healthy activities. What's the relation? Ah, I would tell you there is a great relation to it because do you know if you are really in good health, you actually save more on insurance premium system. Correct. So it does pay to be healthy, but... At the end of the day, think about this. Who doesn't want to be healthy? Come on, guys. You yeah. definitely want to be healthy, right? So that, you know, you can live better, enjoy life the way it's supposed to be. And I know for women, if you're too lazy to go out, you know, in the comfort of your home, you've got YouTube and you can actually tune into many great channels whereby you can do yoga, okay, yeah. Pilates or whatever you choose from the comfort of your home. So I would say that exercising doesn't have to be very expensive. It doesn't have to be a chore. It can be rather fun too. If not, just grab another friend, like for example, you know, your bestie and just Zoom together and, you know, enjoy a dance together, do Zumba together, do whatever it is that, you know, you can just tune in from. The yeah, because when you see, just not only insurance premiums you save on, but you also save on unexpected expenses in a month. So like, uh, you know, you have your medical, uh, if you notice your, yourself getting sick too many times with normal flu and all, then maybe it's time for you to rectify that so you can save, uh, you know, your bills to the, or your visits to the hospital clinics. or the clinics, right? Yeah. Or even yeah. having to visit the pharmacy too often in order to replenish yeah. medications. Correct. It's a hidden cost, actually. So. Yeah. Things that you can avoid if you do the proper work. So, of course, these healthy activities will take some time to kick into effect, but it's not it, the earlier you start, the earlier you see the results. Yes, precisely. So, it does pay to be healthy and, uh, you know, live a very, very quality life each and every day. So, I think we should actually wrap it up right now. So, the five tips that we have given you, just to wrap it up, number one, have healthy and creative meals, okay, from the comfort of your home. It could be a very simple one-pot meal. takes you no more than 30 minutes to get ready, okay, for a meal. And the second thing would be make sure you review your budgets every month. 
okay, so that you know what you're over or understanding on and whether you've got opportunity to save more money, okay, for whatever goals that you want. The third one is actually to make sure you review the goals and to make sure that you're still on track with whatever goals that you have in mind and started off with. And by the end of the year, you should see great improvements in terms of where you want to go and be able to land on some of those goals, okay? Um, the fourth, I would say, no unnecessary debts. So just be very mindful. If you have done your budgeting very well, you shouldn't be falling into the you know, unnecessary debts category. So just be mindful. The little evil devils that you may be very tempted will be installment plans as well as credit cards that may actually hit you. Last but not least, live a healthy life. So, you know, have really good activities that you can keep yourself busy, eat right, eat healthy, and you should be well and fine in terms of managing your budgets better. Right? Any questions for us? Do join our uh, Facebook community group on, uh, yeah, Facebook. It's called Smart Women Finance. Yeah. And you can always like hashtag your questions at ask SWF, as you can see on our banners if you're on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so go into our group, ask us any questions you like, and we'll try our best to give you the best that we can. Yeah, so don't forget, ladies, Rome wasn't built in a day, but step by step, bit by bit, we can get there, okay? So stay okay. tuned till the next episode. Logging and off right now. those habits. Yeah.